Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. On a tool. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Walsh is back, and he's got the ball. He's blocked baseline for a two-hand flush. Walsh with the assist, Arkansas by 12. Second one's no good. Rebound pulled away by Mitchell. Four seconds, three seconds. Devo ahead to block. That's it. Arkansas moving on. It's Kansas on Saturday for a right to go to the Sweet 16. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin here in the Hogs Meat Market Studio. John Neighbors in Des Moines, Iowa, site of Arkansas, where they're playing basketball. They took on Illinois yesterday, beat Illinois, and now it's on to Kansas tomorrow. And Arkansas taking on Kansas tomorrow. That's going to be at 415. John was at practice and the press conference. We have info and details coming out of practice and press conference for Arkansas and Kansas. What's up, John? Hey, what's going on, Joe? Yeah, just got a, actually a few minutes ago out of the locker room, got the chance to get some uh, one-on-one interviews and talk with some of the players there in the locker room. So got some really good stuff and uh, some intrigue. It, it was kind of cool, of course, after last night's game or yesterday's game, talking to the team after the game itself. And if you uh, haven't had a chance to check out uh, some of the great interviews we got, just go to 103.7 The Buzz on social media, and uh, you'll be able to see of it. But, you know, the excitement, the the energy, everything was going really high. And then uh, today it had to be changed up a little bit because now they turn the page for Kansas. they got to look towards the next step and, figure out uh, how they're going to take on a, a one seed that's the defending champions and it's back to business you know very serious very focused obviously uh feeling pretty good after a win anytime you win in the ncaa tournament you're always going to be feeling good but it certainly felt like uh, that was a, a game where now that they knocked the dust off they they got through illinois they i'm not i'm only trying to say they're lackadaisical or anything but i mean you know joe it once you get that first game out of the way and you go up against a team that not many people are giving you a chance to beat you feel a little bit more loose, feel like the world's against you a little bit, and uh, maybe this team can replicate that and be able to knock off another one seed for the f- second straight year. want to thank Josh Neighbors for coming in and spending some time here on Out of Bounds on St. Patrick's Day, and now he gets to get his weekend started. So, John, for you, how's St. Patrick's Day there in Des Moines? And with uh, Arkansas coming off that win, got a day in between to celebrate just a bit, and then it's going to be back to business yeah. for the team. Yeah, I, I made the mistake, Joe. Uh, I did not pack any green, uh, so I am uh, on my on my toes over here, making sure that uh, nobody comes around and starts to pull some shenanigans like pinch me or anything. But there's a lot of media people that aren't wearing green, so I think it's <laughs> I don't think they're celebrating St. Patrick's Day very much here in the in the media side of things. But I will say that uh, it's it's incredible where we went downtown uh, before all the press conferences and everything uh, for lunch. I got to go to a place called Fong's Pizza. Really, really good. One of the standards here. In fact, it was on Man vs. Food. Uh, So I had some specials there, too. So we got to go down there. But, man, once we left, or once we were trying to leave, 
the downtown area got taken over with St. Patrick's Day celebrations. I mean, you had uh, parades already at floats getting out there. They were closing off roads, everything. The traffic was horrible. So they're starting to celebrate here in Des Moines already with their St. Patrick's Day uh, deal, too. And it's a, it is sunny outside, but it is freezing cold and the wind is brutal. I mean, it is absolutely <laughs> brutal. So I don't know how much uh, those people will be outside. Who knows? I don't know. It's like, like uh, if they get enough uh, liquid courage in them, maybe they won't feel it anymore. But uh, it's a pretty lively city, and obviously it's very lively with uh, the NCAA tournament and Arkansas and Kansas and, of course, Texas and, or Texas and Penn State facing off against each other. Fans are going to start rolling in. But it's lively. People are excited about the, the games, excited about the celebration. And it's kind of nice, Joe that uh, there isn't a Razorback game today, so uh, hopefully a few of us will be able to go out and see what Des Moines St. Patrick's Day is all about later tonight. It's all about where you are, and for them in Des Moines, they're used to this. They're used to the weather the way it is, and so this isn't out of the norm on St. Patrick's Day for them. Now, it can get cold anywhere this time of the year in March, but Mm -hmm. there, there was snow in the forecast yesterday, and that's just a normal day. Yeah, I know. We in fact, uh, I went out to the Buzzmobile. We've ha- we've been having a shuttle from uh, the Media Hotel here to the arena, which has been so convenient. But uh, we did get into the the Buzzmobile to try to to try to drive and get something to eat. And Joe, it was covered in snow and ice. Uh, the entire Buzzmobile. And I found out, and we we remedied this already. We did not have an ice scraper in the Buzzmobile, but that has been remedied. We had to wait, wait it out and wait till the defrosters kicked in. But, yeah, snow was on the ground. Black ice was everywhere. It's very dangerous. In fact, there has already been a few wrecks outside of our hotel because it has not been warm enough to melt any of the ice or snow. Uh, the wind has been the most brutal part about it because it's been north winds about 30 miles an hour that's just whipping cold. So it, it feels like a Midwest winter up here. Uh, and then when you come into the Wells Fargo Arena, and it's a hockey rink, essentially, too, it's a little bit warmer, but still pretty cold, too. So I'm glad that I at least packed enough. I didn't pack any green, Joe, but I packed enough warm weather gear to to make it through. But, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a really cool town, a really cool experience, and uh, obviously uh, a lot of people are going to be making the trek, I'm sure, from Arkansas, uh, heading up here for the game against Kansas, which is going to be exciting to see those two fan bases meeting up here in Des Moines. But, yeah, I've been, uh, I've been really impressed by the hospitality, the the city here, the fun things to do here, and uh, hopefully it uh, ends up being a, another great, great outing for the Razorbacks tomorrow where they can be able to leave Des Moines with a lot of excitement and also uh, some preparation for Vegas because I think everybody's going to need to prepare for Vegas when that comes around. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. For your Razor Hog update, Arkansas gets the win over Illinois yesterday, 73-63. And the amazing thing about this is we've talked about it quite a bit that Arkansas, they get off to these hot starts in the first half. The first half was the difference in the game yesterday because Arkansas had the halftime lead, 36-26. And then in the second half, they were tied, 37 apiece. So the, the first half made the difference in the game and Arkansas coming away with a win. Now it sets them up to play Kansas tomorrow at 4.15. That's going to be a game that's on CBS. So for those of you that aren't going to the game, you want to get by Twin Peaks, they're going to have plenty of TVs dedicated to that. But it'll be a CBS game tomorrow for Arkansas-Kansas. Arkansas baseball today at 4 o'clock, it's going to be Arkansas versus Auburn getting into the first SEC tournament or series for the season this game and tomorrow's game at two o'clock are both going to be on buzz two and then sunday is a two o'clock game that's going to be on the buzz so there's your schedule for arkansas into the weekend for basketball and baseball but john just amazing the way that that game went yesterday we saw that the first half did make the difference in the game altogether. 
Oh yeah, I know that uh, you got you and Josh talked plenty about it too. But uh, that was the type of game that you were hoping to see from Arkansas, where not only were they able to win, and that's the only thing that matters, or at least the most important thing. But uh, you talk about weathering the storm, not allowing the the Illini to to storm back and take the lead. It got dicey, of course, at times. I think it got within five points. But like the one thing that we have always talked about, Joe has been free throw shooting, and to see Arkansas down the stretch with the game on the line, needing to ice the game, they made their free throws. And I think that that was just such a relief, such a great feeling to have, because Joe wasn't the only Razorback fan that was sitting in that arena or at least watching the game saying, oh boy, uh, you know, Illinois is too close for comfort, and if you don't make these free throws, it's going to be a problem. But uh, they, they ended up converting, and I think that, of course, uh, Jordan Walsh had a great game, Ricky Council, Devo Davis, all had really good games, but man, Kamani Johnson and Makai Mitchell, to me, were some of the more impressive guys, and that were able to just put it together and do do their play their role, do the do the efficiency thing that they've uh, become accustomed to do, and just to see uh, them convert it, win it, move on. Uh, it's incredible. Now Eric Musselman sitting at seven and two in NCAA tournament games in three years. That that is just so incredible. And now uh, they got to take on Kansas, which we know is going to be. Not an easy task for anybody, but especially Arkansas. But getting through the first game, Joe, you know, you can't you can't play in the second round unless you win the first round. And uh, I think that now that they got that out of the way, uh, they're going to be looking at Kansas like, hey, no one's picking us. Let's just go out there and have fun and play a great game. And uh, I'm hoping that Nick Smith even admitted yesterday, Joe, in the locker room, he's like, oh, yeah, I was awful. <laughs> he even said that in those words. He's like, I was awful. So I'm hoping that uh, he can bounce back. Because, man, they're going to need the scoring from Nick Smith big time tomorrow because Kansas is so, so, so good defensively. Let's hear from Coach Muss on his thoughts after the game against Illinois. Really proud of uh, you know our team for leading for 37 minutes. Obviously, the uh, first basket of the game was was a post up to Hawkins, and then after that, I thought we played great basketball. Um, you know, we were able to survive their run in the second half, and uh, obviously, 22 for 29 from the foul line. Um, you know, shooting 76 percent in a big game. Uh, a winner or go home game. John Daly will be happy. He gives me texts after every game about our free throw shooting. Um, so I'm sure John will give me a positive text tonight on our on our foul shooting. Uh, but our rebounding was a big key. It felt felt like Illinois was so long, so tall. Um, maybe one of the most, if not the most, athletic team in the Big Ten. I thought we did a phenomenal job by being plus seven on on the glass. Something that was talked about quite a bit was not blowing the lead, and it's been mentioned several times. Here's Coach Muss on holding on to that lead and not blowing it. I, mean, I think I'll, I'll speak first, Bob. I think that we've learned a lot. I mean, this is a team that's still growing, and and uh, I said even before uh, the tournament that that I feel like you know this is a team that's that continues to improve. I mean, we talk about improvement daily. We work on things daily to try to get better you know there's been other teams that maybe you know have plateaued maybe you know maybe maybe a couple of our teams at Nevada we were old um, veteran guys and maybe at some point you know we were just trying to save legs but this team is is a team that's that's of continuous improvement coach Moss went on to speak about some of the key players from the game Jordan Walsh and Kamani Johnson uh, he did everything I mean he got loose balls uh, he altered shots. He ran the floor hard, both offensively and defensively. He great, gave great support defense to his teammates. Uh, I thought he put great heat on the ball, great pressure on the ball. He rushed the quarterback. Uh, I mean, his plus-minus tonight was, was, you know, by far our highest plus-minus while he was on the floor. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you wonder. I mean, he's been a starter for most of the year. Um, we brought him off the bench tonight. Um, I thought he was. I thought he was phenomenal. Um, we, you know, we wanted Ricky to start to 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 get him going, and and I thought it helped Ricky a lot too because we needed his offense and his attacking of the rim early in the game. I mean, Kamani played 12 minutes and uh, led the game in offensive rebounds. I think that, you know, if you could just sum it up, uh, you're talking about a player that played 12 minutes and uh, and had four offensive rebounds. Uh, Illinois had three as a team. So defensive rebounding was really important, but Kamani's aggressiveness, and that's why he got the start tonight, is uh, NCAA experience. This was our first game. Now all the guys that checked into the game, they all now have experience. So I don't know what we'll do 
against Kansas until we start diving in and really look at matchups and so on and so forth. But I thought Kamani did a phenomenal job for us setting the tone early on the, on, on the offensive glass. And, and I thought he, you know, he gives us a physicality, obviously, as well. Coach Muss also spoke about a moment in the game where it was a missed opportunity on a splash play. It was a missed lob dunk. That was a play that if you execute that, then Arkansas probably puts the game away in that moment, but they weren't able, able to execute. So here's Coach Muss on the missed lob dunk. Well, there was a, there was a point you know, where you want to make sure you get a shot on goal, and uh, Ricky's made some spectacular dunks for us. And, and I think you're right, Eric, that that – you know, that would have put an end to it probably, um, you know, <laughs> for whatever. I don't know. I, uh, other than the fact that I kind of allow our team to do that type of stuff, I've never uh, told them not to throw lobs. And I just felt at that time we maybe could have milked the clock on that particular possession. But, hey, you know, you, you give an, a team offensive freedom and you're very demanding defensively. And that's kind of the philosophy that, that we've always had is is allow these guys maybe to to have a little bit more fun or a little bit more freedom offensively, but uh, do exactly as 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 we talk about from a scouting standpoint defensively. So I guess I got to kind of live with with some of that stuff and and uh, hey, we won. So here's Coach Muss on his thoughts on Kansas. Well, haven't really, you know, um, I didn't come over early uh, to scout the game. My, you know, our belief has always been, you know, I'm coming on the team bus with the, with the, with with the players, and uh, just making sure that we were focused uh, for this game, and never look ahead. And I don't think you can in this tournament. Uh, we did have, um, you know, our assistants were all here and watched the game because um, we needed, you know, we needed to, to prep. Um, we're, we're ready right now to to, to go have a meeting. Um, the guys will all, they probably already have scouting reports texted to them on their phones. So our staff's ready. I just, <laughs> I'm not right now. <laughs> there it is for your Razor Hog update. We're going to talk plenty more before the end of the show about Arkansas, Kansas, and uh, get some of the thoughts and info that came out of the press conference and practices today. John, we're going to go to the phones right now, though, and talk to 49er John. What's up, 49er John? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Doing good. Everything good in our world? Oh, yeah. Getting ready for this weekend and uh, St. Patrick's Day. I, I just wanted to calm. I ain't got too much to say to you. I just wanted to calm the whole state down. We're going to kick Kansas' ass. They put on their pants just like we do. We have all Americans just like they do. I mean, I'm not... I, let us not get afraid of Kansas. They can be beat. Let's not be nervous about Kansas. They will be beat. I got Arkansas on my board, and I put, we did this little pot thing where you put a little money in there. If you win it, so I got Arkansas going to the Final Four, playing Texas. I'm not going to say losing to Texas. I just said they playing Texas. So, everybody, let's just look past Kansas. Not literally, but don't worry about Kansas. The case. If Arkansas played a game, you know, even even with the turnover, Arkansas has the talent now to produce even with all the turnovers. It's just a talented team, and Black is my guy. I, I, Black is my favorite player, and I wish them all well, but tomorrow will not be their final game at Arkansas. I can guarantee you that. Y'all have a good day. All right. Thanks for the call, 49er John. Now, uh, John, as far as the happenings today, what uh, were some of the things that came out as far as how the players are feeling, how Coach Muss is feeling going into this game against Kansas? Well, I'll say that the the players, especially guys like Devo and Kamani, uh, I got a chance to, to sit down with Devo and just ask him, hey, compared to, you know, they've won every first-round game that Devo's been there. And so he's been in this situation before. And, of course, according to last year, too, have been going up against the number one seed in the tournament. So it's feelings that he's familiar with. So I just asked him, you know, hey, how is this different? Or how is this, is it a different feeling now? Or is it the same? You know, what's the vibe? And I thought it was a really interesting answer where he essentially talked about this team. And he says, you know, this, this year uh, it's different in the way of not saying we're more prepared or not saying that uh, Kansas is not as good or anything like that. He said that because of the team we have and because of the guys we have, 
we feel, this team feels, so much more confident going into this game against Kansas than what they did against Gonzaga last year. And I thought that that was a, a pretty fascinating thing because we know that the talent's there, obviously, but to hear it from Devo, who, you know, again, was part of that team that beat Kansas, for him to say something that that astute of being like, hey, we're, we're, we know and we're confident that we have all the pieces and all the horses to beat a team like Kansas. And Kamani, on top of that, Joe, uh, added that, not only does, of course, Kamani's confident no matter what, but uh, not only is he confident and, and they feel good about it, but he says that he feels like they match up so much better against Kansas than even what they did against Gonzaga last year. Now, of course, that's confidence. You want to see that in your team. But I was uh, pleasantly surprised and, and pretty impressed by just the guys who have been here before. I, I can understand the young guys feeling confident because, you know, they're, they're always going to. But the guys that have experienced this before and experienced the pressure and experienced the the way it goes, to, for them to come out and just be very matter-of-fact and saying, no, we, we feel great, we feel better than what we did even last year. I thought that was that was pretty impressive by them. So how about from the Kansas standpoint, what do they have to say and maybe some concerns they have about Arkansas? Well, we didn't get to hear from Coach Bill Self because uh, he's still dealing with his health issues. He's day-to-day. But we did get a chance to hear from uh, the interim coach, Norm Roberts, and he was very complimentary of Arkansas, said that uh, Muss is, is one of the best coaches in the country, says he's really good at, at being passionate and, and being aggressive, and uh, obviously he has his guys playing really well, all of those things. But what uh, I thought was the thing that stood out to me and what he talked about, he was asked, is there a team that you have faced this year that you can compare to Arkansas? And he said, no, not really. He says Arkansas, he's like, he brought up specific teams. He said, well, Baylor's good, but Arkansas's better at length. He, he mentioned Kansas State being good. He says, but Arkansas's better defensively. Like He brought up specific teams. He says the closest thing that they've seen is Texas, but he even gave the nod to Arkansas being a better team than what they faced with Texas. So I was, I was like, okay. So, again, there's a lot of hype surrounding Arkansas in this game. I don't know if that's a good sign or not, but... Uh, very complimentary from Kansas players and Kansas staff about Arkansas in this matchup as well. First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, we had some calls about uh, concerns as far as ball handling and turning over the ball. And uh, Anthony Black was said to be the only ball handler, which is not true. But one of the messages here, AB has just as many turnovers as Devo. Devo only shot four threes and he made two of them, so... You know, there are people that are kind of riding Devo, and Devo is a guy that's playing well. And we'll have some more messages and some thoughts here on the other side of break. It's Out of Bounds from the Hogsmeade Market Studio in Des Moines, Iowa. Stay tuned. Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill, award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton is now open for lunch on Sundays. Take exit 108. Sports Center. Survive in advance. That's what Arkansas did yesterday as they beat Illinois 73-63. Ricky Council the fourth led the Razorbacks in scoring with 18 points while also grabbing 10 rebounds. Coach Eric Musman spoke to the media after the game about this team still improving. This is a team that's, that continues to improve. I mean, we talk about improvement daily. We work on things daily to try to get better. You know, there's been other teams that maybe, you know, have plateaued. Maybe a couple of our teams at Nevada, we were old veteran guys and maybe at some point you know, we were just trying to save legs, but this team is, is a team that's, that's of continuous improvement. Arkansas now moves on to face one-seed Kansas on Saturday. Tip is set for 4:15. TV coverage will be on CBS. Radio coverage is on the buzz. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. The 2023 Bud Light $10,000 Bracket Challenge is your chance to win a 50-inch TV and a $150 Twin Peaks Man Card. If you choose a perfect bracket, you can be the lucky winner of $10,000. It's the 2023 Bud Light Bracket Challenge. Register today at 1037thebuzz.com. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. Our care is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. 
It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint, offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care, so you can live your story. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Kress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock. Play the multiplier family of scratch-off tickets and win big with the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. Multiply your winnings 10 times, 20 times, up to 200 times. Ticket prices range from $1 to $20, and top prizes from five grand up to half a million dollars. Arkansas scratch-off players win more than a million bucks every day. You could be next. Look for the X to play, scratch, and win. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. St. Patrick's Day is Friday, March 17th. Get ready to party and green and the crawfish start boiling at 5.30. Don't be late. But don't worry, Brewskies ordered way more this time because they know they're probably going to sell out. The drink specials go all day and night with karaoke starting at 9. J.J. Wilson, the DJ, down the basement, keeping the party rocking till 2 a.m. VIP sections and bottle service. Email brewskiesgrub at gmail.com. Friday, March 17th, it's the St. Patrick's Day 2023 crawfish boil. Pub Pool Trivia just added to Fridays at 7 p.m. with karaoke and J.J. Wilson, the DJ, from 9 p.m. till close tonight at Brewski's, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. It's time for the payroll company's top nine distractions while working. <clears throat> You've probably done some of these, too. In no particular order. Surfing the internet, checking social media, texting, bathroom breaks, socializing with coworkers, snack breaks, coffee breaks, breaks from taking breaks, and scribbling things in your notebook. How else do you get their boring meetings? The payroll company knows that your most important resource is your workforce. So let us do the stuff you don't have time for, and you can keep your workforce on task. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Ricky, double teamed by Toppin and Reeves, dribbles away from trouble, bounces it low to Walsh for a slam. Walsh with two hands. Jordan Walsh has 11, and Arkansas is back up by 14 on 1037 The Buzz. Black leather glove, no sequence. Buckles on the jacket, it's elite. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, John Neighbors in Des Moines. We got through a win yesterday with Arkansas coming away with a win over Illinois. And now getting ready for Arkansas versus Kansas tomorrow at 4.15. John is in Des Moines. And uh, got some info from the players, coaches with Arkansas. And got some info on Kansas going into this matchup. And... Uh, now we focus on that game with Arkansas and Kansas. That's right, Joe. And uh, i got a very special guest here that's actually joining me uh, live from here in Des Moines. And it is Matt Tate of Lawrence Journal World, who covers Kansas basketball. And, uh, Matt, we really appreciate you hopping on with us. I know you're a busy guy, but uh, it's pretty exciting to be here in the second round in Des Moines. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. I was just going to tell everyone how hard you're working. It was a miracle that we could find any time to do this because you've been doing <laughs> climbing walls, setting up drink carts, running through <laughs> locker rooms, shooting baskets. I mean, this guy's doing it all out here. Yeah, so ho- you guys are lucky to be listening to him. Well, hopefully my bosses are listening to you and know how hard I'm working over here. So, yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. And uh, obviously uh, you do a great job covering everything Kansas, and we know all about Arkansas in the state of Arkansas as far as the team and everything goes. But uh, just kind of walk us through uh, not only Kansas as a team, but being a number one seed, defending champs, going through this season just how has it gone has this been about what everyone expected it was there what were some bumps were some highlights just kind of give us the overall synopsis of the season you know i think it's probably exceeded expectations uh anytime you win a title um i, th- I think fans players coaches even realize how hard it is to go do it again the very next year it hasn't happened since florida did it in 2007 so uh, you know i, I think 
obviously that's the goal every year at Kansas, right? They right. they don't they don't set goals that are shorter than that, and uh, so that didn't change. But I think the understanding of like, can we really do it? You know, I, I think that was part of it, and and especially because they lost you know, six key members of last year's team and there were new guys in new roles, but what they had coming back was enough to really kinda carry that over. Jalen Wilson, he's ten times the player this year he was last year and he was a great player last year. This year he's he, he's he's gonna have his jersey retired at KU. He's an all American. I mean he has taken that next step. Um and he was a starter last year. Dewan Harris, their point guard, a starter last year. So those two guys from June or May or maybe even April 7th last year yeah. really took it upon themselves to say, okay, this is our team, it's our time and we're going to make a run. Like we, That's our standard. That's our expectation. Come along for the ride and we're going to hold you accountable and all that. So even with that being the case, I, I, I don't know that anyone and Coach Self has said this, I, I don't know that anyone thought they'd be a one seed and, and back in this position where um you know they're they're among the favorites to do it, right? And and that doesn't mean this game against Arkansas is going to be easy. They certainly don't think it's going to be easy. No one does, and it and it, it none of these games are easy. Um, but I think it, the idea of being a one seed, they always talk about how you know if you're a one seed, you're you're really truly in the mix, right? And um, that gives them that that belief that we could go do it again. And and so their 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 focus now is really just to try to lock in. And take those things they learned from last year's run, and carry them into this this season, this year, this moment, and and see if that can't, you know, I guess duplicate itself. And it's it's obviously really hard to do, but but they seem to be as focused as maybe they've been all year, and and, and certainly as focused as last year's team was at any point. Well, you mentioned obviously the uh, success from last year, and you mentioned even the team like Florida. They haven't obviously Kansas hasn't won the championship yet, but. Uh, that four team had all the same players right, essentially. Right. Same thing when Duke when they did had almost all the same players. So what has been this team as far as the differences from last year? Is it kind of the same style and, and philosophy, or has it been kind of a completely staunch different type of team? Just how have they looked and how are they compared to last year? Yeah, they're different. Um, you know, their starting center KJ Adams is, you know, by no means a center. Uh, there was a lot of talk all off season about. He was probably going to play more on the perimeter this year than he did last year. That didn't happen. He can play on the perimeter, but he's not—he's not a wing type. You know, he—he mm-hmm. he is at his core, and that's probably where his future is. But this team—it was pretty early, or pretty evident, pretty early—that they needed him, just because he's a physical body. He's an athlete. He can jump out of the gym. He's—he's he's tough, and and he's their best option down there. And so, pretty early on, they were like, "Well, if if that's our five we got to play off of that. we got to play around that. And, and uh, it's opened up some things. I mean, they're, they're certainly small when they go up against bigger teams, and, and that creates some matchup problems. But they also have a Hall of Fame coach who's done this a long time, and um, he likes those challenges, and he likes the idea of, well, okay. I mean, for instance, if they were to play you know Gonzaga and Drew Timmy, They'd be like, okay, you know, Drew Timmy's clearly bigger and better than our dude, but we're going to throw this, this, and this at him, and let's have some fun with it and see if it works. And um, you know, so so they've had to change the way they play a, a little bit because of that. They're they're a lot more space the floor. They're a lot more defensive minded, and and you know, Bill Self hangs his hat on defense. Every right. team he's ever had has done that, and he's demanded that. But but this team has been more about defense turning into offense and and that's been a real focal point for them throughout the year they they added a a transfer who's among the best defensive players in the country and Kevin McCullough and that made it easier to do um but yeah they're different man i mean they had David McCormick who was a 6'10" 245 pound true post player last year he hit two of the biggest shots in the national championship game and is a big reason they won it they don't have that guy this year um they've got a couple freshmen who have the big bodies but they're still freshmen so they're they're trying it's amazing that we're in march uh, because I think they could probably have another two months of regular season. Yeah. I mean, they're tired and they're beat up like every team now. But as far as learning and putting it all together and developing guys, they, they could do that for a couple more months before they really take a stab at this thing. But they don't have that time. Nobody does. And, mm-hmm. and so they're they're uh, trying to piece it together the best they can right now. And, and they're pretty confident. I mean, they are. This is what they've been all year. And and uh, they've embraced that style. And, and even though it's different, they, they've made it work, obviously. Well, Matt Tate of Lawrence Journal World is our guest right now here in Des Moines. And, uh, Matt, looking at the Bill Self situation, you know, he's had, obviously, a procedure and dealing with some health things. And 
uh, didn't have a chance to meet with the media, but it's a day-to-day. We know that that's the situation they find themselves in. But uh, what, what, just what do you know about that situation, and also uh, what type of impact does it have with him being on the court and not being on the court? They had a great performance yesterday, but is that something that will and can impact this team tomorrow? You know, they all obviously are thinking about it, and and obviously would love to have him out there. I don't I don't know any more details than they've shared, but it sure doesn't seem like he's going to be out there tomorrow either. Uh, that would be my educated guess, and um, I know he wants to be, but you know it's it's also one of those things where it's like he probably could be out there, but mm-hmm. they would probably say, hey, go out go out there and and don't be you, stay seated. Don't yell and scream. And if that's what they're asking you to do, then you might as well not be out right. there because that's impossible, probably for any coach, but certainly for the two coaches in this game, right? Musselman couldn't do that. <laughs> Self couldn't do that. And most coaches couldn't do that. So I think that's as much of it as anything. Like, if, if I'm going to be out there, I'm going to be me. And if I can't be me, then I don't want to be out there. So, you know, these guys are aware of it. They're, they're, they're You know, they haven't fully taken on that win-one-for-coach mentality, but they want to play for him again, especially a guy like Jalen Wilson and, and you know who's done at Kansas and and Kevin McCullough same thing they they would love to play for him again and so the longer they play the better the chance of having him out there one more time with them he's been at practice he's been you know with them he's done the scouting report stuff and all the things that coaches do behind the scenes uh it's just a different animal on game day so um you know the the the, the advantage that this program has that maybe some others wouldn't or don't is these coaches, this assistant staff, or this assistant coaching staff, and and you know the rest of the support staff, they've been together for so long. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are these are Kansas lifers, Kansas culture guys. These are guys that are not just part of Bill Self's staff, but they're part of his family. And as much as it's different not having them out there, it's also they they're Kansas. You know, they play the way they they expect to play they have a standard and they go get it and and they don't they don't play different they don't try to be different just because it's norm roberts instead of bill self so there are differences i mean the sideline demeanor and all that stuff is is definitely different and these guys feel that and notice that but at the same time you know when the yeah. ball's up and the whistle goes and and they're playing you know they're wor- they're worrying way more about nick smith yeah. and jordan walsh and those guys than they are who's yelling at him from the bench you know yeah. that stuff that, that that matters and there's a little nuance there but uh, yeah, trying to stop those guys is going to be a much, much bigger challenge, and and uh, that's where their focus is. Yeah, Muss was in a sling last year and had missed right, one game. Right. And he was and it was not he was not a happy camper. Right. He was very he was very upset. And he came back probably a little too early. But uh, before we let you get out of here, Matt, just talking about Arkansas in the matchup, uh, Kansas one seed, Arkansas an eight seed. They've had some ups and downs. I know you mentioned some of the challenges. Just how you think Kansas and Arkansas match up, and how do you feel like this game's going to go? Yeah, I think it's a it's a nightmare matchup for KU. I really do. I mean, I, I don't think that's anything they can't handle and that they couldn't have success against, but I think they would rather play a lot of other teams. Um, they've had some trouble with athletic teams that, that especially play tough defense, and, and I, I think the two biggest keys for Kansas will be forcing Arkansas to shoot from the outside, and hey, if they make them, they make them, and, yeah. and that's life. But I think you play the percentages there, right? And I think they would like them to do that way more than they would like for them to slash and attack and play above the rim and all that stuff. Uh, easier said than done, but that will be a huge part of their game plan, I'm sure. And then the other is just really making sure they take care of the ball and don't let them get easy runouts that that you saw last night against Illinois a lot of, and you've seen probably all year. Um, there's There's so many... The active hands and and you know you bring the ball down and you're soft with it. It's going the other way and it's two and it's easy. And and if if they do that, if Arkansas does that to Kansas and Kansas allows that to happen, it could be tough. Um, but I think the biggest key for KU, besides those two, like sort of throughout the game, is is a fast start. If they can get up and sort of take that first or deliver that first punch, then then probably that means they get to control the the pace and dictate the way the game flows. If they don't. They're playing catch-up, and that's benefit, you know, or advantage Arkansas at that point. So I think it's a great matchup. I think it's, you know, this could be an Elite Eight game. It really could. I was an AP voter this year. I had Arkansas in my top ten um, not that long ago, it right, feels like. Right. And, and um, you know, so when that bracket came up, I was like, whoo. Yeah. I think I had Illinois in my top ten at one point, too, to be honest. Sure. So it was a <laughs> it was a crazy 8-9 matchup to see uh, for Kansas. But, you know, they're all tough these days, and, 
and, and every game is tough at this time of year. These these teams, they know that, and uh, this should be a heck of a show, man. It should be a really good game. I'm sure you're expecting the same. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, Matt, we appreciate you joining us, man. Have My fun. pleasure. Have fun the rest of the time. We'll have more Bank out of bounds coming up next. has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. It's Justin Acre for Coffin by Design West. Shop with the local folks and get exactly what you want. You can also shop from the convenience of your own home by going to KaufmanLumber.com. There's an online store with over 800,000 items in inventory that can be delivered straight to your front door. Items in inventory include everything from hardware to housewares, heating and cooling supplies, lawn and garden tools, sporting goods, store and office supplies, and there's a huge range of products in each area available. So go by their store in West Little Rock at 14900 Cancel Road or do your shopping online at KaufmanLumber.com. Old Crow Medicine Show, live in concert. Paint this town tour. Friday, May 26th at Oak Lawn Racing Casino Resort Event Center. Tickets on sale now at oaklawn.com. And pick up their new album, Paint This Town, out now. Old Crow Medicine Show. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This is for the men who never settle. The ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie. The type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest TVs to overcompensate for theirs at home. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Author and scientist Robin Wall Kimmerer writes, Humility in Western culture is to be meek and mild and dispossessed. In Potawatomi ways of thinking... We uphold humility. Edbensadoan is the word that we give for it. Somebody who doesn't think of himself or herself as more important than others. What that means is that everybody is as important as you are. And what that creates is this sense of vitality and community and family. All of us at Doublebees appreciate you and the work you do in enriching our cities and towns and communities. As Helen Keller notes... Alone, we can do so little. Together, we can do so much. Doublebees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebees. Our blood institute has an important announcement. Extraterrestrials are invading and life-saving blood donors are needed to save the humans. For your good deed in helping to save humanity, you'll get a limited edition alien t-shirt, one free admission to the Museum of Discovery, and a voucher for a free buntlet from Nothing Bunt Cakes. Local patients are counting on you. Donate blood before it's too late. Visit obi.org to make your life-saving appointment today. This is Paul Sr. of Orange County Choppers. In my shop, people don't mess with me. When someone gets out of line, I don't let them get away with it. Neither do we. After a motorcycle crash, the insurance companies know Rainwater Holton Sexton doesn't back down. We don't let the insurance companies push you around, and you shouldn't either. Trust me, these guys don't mess around. Motorcycle crash? Call Rainwater Holt and Sexton. Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. It's three and out. 
some storylines, some headlines, a lot going on in the world of sports. An update from the NCAA tournament, Marquette, who's a two seed, they're coming away with a win over Vermont. They currently lead 78-61, and it's in the final seconds of that game, so that should be the final score here with Marquette moving on. Not, you know, a big surprise or anything, but Marquette looking strong in this first game against Vermont. Come away with a win, 78-61. Yeah, I was uh, checking out some of the scores too, Joe, and I know that uh, everyone's either got a good feeling about their bracket or not so good feeling about their bracket. I didn't start off good, though. I had, I thought USC, man, I thought USC was going to make a run. I had them actually in the Elite Eight uh, in my main bracket and shouldn't uh, shouldn't have doubted old Tom Izzo. They lost, lost today, so that kind of killed my vibes a little bit. But so far, no real shocking, crazy games. Had plenty of them yesterday, but for the most part, it's uh, been about expected and pretty evenly matched so far. So we'll see if that plays out the rest of the way, too. Sometimes that's what we get from the tournament. You may have a wild day on the first day or maybe a calm day on the first day and things kind of heat up on that second day. So you always have some of those games that uh, are unexpected, and that's why people like this time of year because it is madness and like to go through and and pick some of those upsets. And when the upsets come through, then it's big time, as uh, we heard of one yesterday in Fairleigh Dickinson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, I love uh, I love the games that happened all yesterday. I think one of the biggest surprises, again, I'm sure you you talked about it too, Joe. But man, Penn State and A&M that was that was quite the quite the game and quite the shock that uh, I actually picked Penn State to win. But I, I mainly did it just because for one, I don't like A&M, and two, I thought that they were a really good shooting team and thought maybe they'd get hot. But I never dreamed that they would do what they did yesterday. So. Uh, I think that, without a doubt, that may have been one of the biggest surprises. A&M had such a good regular season, great SEC tournament run and, and everything, and for them to get bounced out in that way uh, was pretty shocking and surprising. But, again, it's the NCAA tournament. You never know what to expect, but uh, that was uh, definitely an entertaining game and a big one for Penn State as they're moving on. And that was a misspeak. Not Fairleigh Dickinson. Furman. Furman. Furman was able to come away with that big win yesterday. So, Ben Affleck and J-Lo, they were at the Grammys, and there was uh, a lot of conversation about what was going on with them, and they've been said, you know, whenever the camera is on them, that they look unhappy and something is going on there. Well, Ben Affleck wanted to clear the air on what was actually happening in that moment. He says that uh, he saw the camera coming over, and he knew that they were about to frame them into the shot, and that Trevor Noah was was sitting there and he was about to talk to them. He said he leaned over to J-Lo and said, hey, I'm, I'm going to get up from the seat and let you sit here and, and talk to Trevor. He didn't realize that they were already rolling. And uh, her response was, you better not blink and leave. <laughs> and so, and, and it wasn't that, you know, she was being mean about it, but that's kind of how it was taken she was just saying, you know, we're gonna we're gonna sit here and do this together, and that's what it was. How about that? How about that? Uh, I did see in uh, some entertainment news too about uh, Giselle. Apparently, she is dating Tom Brady's former or uh, Brady's billionaire friend, I should say, who is also the ex of Ellie McPherson. So uh, I thought that that was uh, pretty funny when every time we talk about you know pop culture and. Uh, the Tom Brady Giselle divorce, which we know was was pretty crazy, but uh, Jer- Jeffrey Soffer, I believe, is his name. Uh, there, there's some some connections there too. Don't know if that's you know on purpose or just a coincidence. Maybe they have some sort of connection, but uh, yeah, Giselle is uh, she's living her best life and uh, not allowing anybody to get in her way, and she's still looking pretty dadgum good doing it too. Wordle is something that's become really popular. A lot of people play Wordle on a daily basis. Ben Affleck also said that he's in a Wordle club and he's in there with uh, Matt Damon, Jason Bateman and Bradley Cooper. So they have a pretty strong Wordle club going on that I'm sure uh, people would appreciate. Close, close-knit friends there and, and they get together and do their Wordle group. So Joe, did you, did you ever eat Lunchables or were you a Lunchables fan? Oh, absolutely. Kid, the kids love it also. Yeah. So uh, whenever... You know, getting them lunch and getting them some Lunchables. Might dig into those still to this day sometimes. 
Yeah, listen, I, I, I loved Lunchables growing up, and I'm with you. If somebody put a Lunchable in front of me, I'm still going to eat it. Like, it's still that great. But uh, this is a new story, according to CNN, uh, that Kraft Heinz, who, of course, owns Lunchables, they have succeeded in its ready-to-eat packaged Lunchables that are going to be introduced into school lunch programs this fall. So it's not only going to be the Lunchables, because when I was a kid, you know, the only p- kids that got the Lunchables were the ones that packed their lunch, and their parents put it in their lunchbox, and they brought it to school. Now it looks like it's going to be a part of a lot of different school program lunches. So if your kids love those Lunchables out there, folks, you may not have to worry about buying them anymore. They may be uh, being a part of the school lunch programs across the country here very soon. Joe Exotic of Tiger King, he got into politics. He ran for governor of Oklahoma. He said he's going to keep the political run going and stay in politics. He's in prison right now, but he is running for president in 2024. It's always interesting to see some of these ballots where uh, you see the top names on the ballot. And, of course, they're going to get all the votes and dominate. But you have some people that will venture out there and vote for some of these independents and some some of the people at the bottom of uh, the list. And it'll be interesting to see how many people actually vote for Joe Exotic for president 2024. What will be sad is however many vote for him will be too many people voting for Joe Exotic for, for president. But glad he's still trying to stay relevant. Uh, I thought that this was a, an awesome quote, or at least a very honest quote, from uh, the Houston football coach Dana Holgerson. We know he's been around for a while, and this is his fifth season at Houston. He's 27-20, and 20, and uh, he went 8-5 and five this past season after going 12-2 and two in 2021. And people have been, you know, kind of asking, you know, how you feel about maybe the hot seat a little bit. Because Houston has a high expectation now, especially since they're going to be joining the Big 12 here soon. And uh, he did an interview with The Athletic, and they were asking him about his hot seat. And he says, quote, we won 20 games in two years. We won back-to-back bowl games and back-to-back years. I have my five-year contract with an effing impossible buyout. So there's no effing hot seat in my mind. There just ain't. So I'm like, you know what? I love it. It's not because of just how great you've been. You mentioned your accolades, but it's because of the body. You also mentioned, hey, I got a sick buyout that I know this school's not going to try to pay to get me fired. So I ain't feeling my hot seat warm whatsoever. There was a study done on most popular St. Patrick's Day recipes for every state. So here in Arkansas, it's said to be cured salmon. Mm. Cured salmon? Yes. I don't think I've ever had cured salmon. What's the difference between cured salmon and regular salmon? And guess what? It it happens to be a popular dish for many states because it also is that where you are, John, in Iowa. Cured salmon and a full Irish breakfast. Uh, that is something that I was not uh, fully expecting. So I don't know. I'll have to ask around here on St. Patrick's Day, see if uh, there's any cured salmon anywhere. But uh, I'll be on the lookout for that. How about that? How about that? So, uh, I'll go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say uh, real quick, I was going to get your prediction for Arkansas-Kansas. and I know you guys talked about it, but uh, how do you feel? Do you think Arkansas pulls the upset off, or do you think it's uh, going to be Kansas moving on to Vegas? I think it might be end of the road, but uh, want to be wrong and see Arkansas move on. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I think it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be a tough one, but uh, I'm with you. I think Kansas ends up defending their title, or not defending their title all the way, but at least getting to the Sweet 16, getting back there in a close game tomorrow as well. You were dealing with some snow in Iowa and uh, South Dakota. There were such large snow amounts that it led to an explosion of a house where they put pressure on some gas pipes, and they actually failed, and the house exploded. Well, that's all for Out of Bounds today. Drive Time Sports is coming up next. We want to thank Josh Neighbors for coming in, spend some time on Out of Bounds. Talk to you soon, John. Take care. You're in the market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors, ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower, all four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine. On your way to the Little Rock Airport, business travelers park fast at Expressway Airport parking. As you park, our shuttle picks you up, and a 60-second ride later, you're at the airport.